afternoon. Welcome to another Sunday's programming of Wellness Half Hour. Friday the 28th, the final day of the second month of the year. Sorry, Sunday the 28th, final day of the second month of the year. Hmm. Hope you all have, hope we have together journeyed and learned a lot about heart and challenges and how we can do things to make us stay out of that zone of heart problems. Well, this half hour, every Sunday, we come to you. We'll us into your space to share with you perspectives on our health that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart their five pillars to wellness, spirituality, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. Wellness is your gift. It's our starting point. Most of us are born with two eyes, two ears, one heart, two kidneys, one liver. And as the month ends, we'll summarize and just touch on a few areas regarding heart, heart disease, staying healthy, keeping the heart in awesome check. Of course, with me today is our wellness nutrition expert, Cherise, good afternoon. Good afternoon, thank you. How are we rounding up the month of heart? We are rounding up the month of heart with cholesterol. Hey, cholesterol, big word, kind of triggers a fright from behavior. What is cholesterol? Cholesterol, it's that fancy name for this fatty substance that the body makes, made by the liver. Yes, we make it internally. And it serves a ton of purposes, functions in the body, from literally from skin, from to head, to brain, to heart, down to our toes. Did you know that cholesterol helps glue your cells together? Did you know that the brain is chunk full of cholesterol? A good chunk of the brain is cholesterol. Did you know that all your hormones are byproducts of cholesterol? Estrogen testosterone, progesterone, and even the other healthy hormones that we make and neurolipids that we make that are important for blood pressure control, cortisol, something called ACTH. Yes, so it's very important in so many aspects of our daily life. And that's why in God's design, we have a liver that makes cholesterol. Yeah. Your brain is about 25, 25% cholesterol. All new cells require cholesterol. And of course, to replace damaged cells, require cholesterol. All our nerves have a large component of cholesterol inside of them. And the sheath that surrounds and protects these nerves are also made from cholesterol. It's the glue holding this, our cells together. That couple of vitamin that we get free from the sun. Vitamin D. Is made from, you guessed it, cholesterol. Hmm. Wow. I'm even told it helps us in digestion. Yes, it is. Um, it is a major component in the bile acids that helps the body digest fats and foods. 
Kawabanga. This is a lot. So it's it's very important and it's also important to of course know your numbers. Do you know your cholesterol numbers? And this is not something that you know when you are 30 or 40 or when problems show up. We've seen teenagers with high cholesterol. So when you go for your next checkup, make sure it includes a cholesterol blood test. Whether you're a teenager, young adult, middle-aged adult, or an aging, aging adult, an aging gracefully adult. And the reason we are bringing in teenager, young adult is because we are now in a fast-paced conventional world mm -hmm. where many times we're sitting down, many times we're eating a lot of convenient foods, and just this activity, the sitting, the eating convenience foods, also puts a stress and strain on the organs of the body, including the liver. So, now you see that cholesterol actually is a good component. It's a, it's a good child. It has a purpose. It's there for a good reason. Mm. So, why are we vilifying cholesterol? Everyone is like, is your cholesterol high? And we must do something about it. Why do we vilify cholesterol? Why do we make it look bad? Well, because it's broken into different components. And that gives the doctor more of an insight as to what's going on with the body. Also helps the doctor understand some of the symptoms that you may be getting. Okay. So you have the good cholesterol and the bad cholesterol. cholesterol. You also have something called the triglycerides. Okay. So when the doctor does that test for your cholesterol, it should be broken down into these components. HDL cholesterol, LDL cholesterol, VLDL cholesterol, and triglycerides. Now, even though we call it bad cholesterol, LDL is truly not even cholesterol. It is simply a dampo. It is simply a bus. It's simply a peptide that carries the cholesterol on its shoulders to transport it from the liver to the part of the body where you need it. Whether it's for brain construction, nerve construction, putting out inflammatory fires or other components. We can call it bad cholesterol, but typically, truly, it's not really bad. It's doing its function. The HDL cholesterol is one that carries cholesterol from the periphery back to the liver for processing and breakdown or whatever other else it's turned into. Cholesterol exists within a range. Whether it's the total cholesterol, LDL, or the HDL. Above that range, we're concerned. And below the range also, there's concern. Most of us are troubled when it's above the range. When it's below the range, it puts you at risk. Because remember, you need cholesterol for a lot of things in the body. From brain function to growth, as well as to your steroid hormones. And so if you are lacking in cholesterol, you won't produce as much. In fact, puberty will be affected. Menopause will be affected. A lot of your hormone issues will be affected. Vitamin D synthesis, making of that all important vitamin D that is important for your bones, for your 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 your, um, your kidney important for gut important for your immune system will be affected so low cholesterol is not good high cholesterol is a signal the body is having to deal with some kind of a stress whether it's a lifestyle stress or a nutritional stress or an injury inflammation the fancy word we use so cholesterol 
No, it's good to have it checked when you have your regular checkups. What else should we know about cholesterol? We should know that the HDL, which is the good cholesterol, helps to protect the heart. So when you have your test done and it's below the normal range, because they will show you what that range is. If yours falls below the normal range, it's important that you see a nutritionist, a dietitian, to help get those numbers back into the normal range. And same for the bad cholesterol. If it's sending signals and it's high, and diet is a factor and you know whether it's that you're inactive whether you're overweight um, people who are underweight as well some have high cholesterol and whether you have a stressful lifestyle as doctor just mentioned so cholesterol is an indicator think of the dashboard in your car when you're driving and that yellow light starts to flash Check engine, check engine, check engine. That's what cholesterol is. It doesn't mean you run and go start dumping medications to treat the cholesterol. If you're driving your car and you got a yellow light flashing on the dashboard, what do you do? You pull over, you stop, you take a look what's going on. Bingo. You go to the doctor. The doctor says it's high. Okay, doctor, where's the problem? What's triggering this to go up? That's where, you know, good and Good skills, analysis, even bringing in an expert nutritionist helps. Sometimes even mental stress, mind-body stress can contribute. So that team may need to include a mind-body expert to understand why is this cholesterol, why is this yellow light flashing on your dashboard, check engine, check engine, check engine. That's the first approach. The underlying cause of it going up. Let's address it. Typically, doctor may give you six weeks, three months to get it back to normal range, referring you to experts to assist. Lifestyle changes, definitely nutritional changes. Nutritional changes, and just to shed a bit of light on what nutrition changes that you can do in general. And this is not just for cholesterol, but the entire body. Number one is rest. Rest is important. And yes, rest is part of your nutrition as well. Number two, water. Your water intake is crucial. We hear time and time again that individuals don't like water. And, you know, your body is made up of 70% water. So it doesn't matter if you like it. That's the body's component. You just need to drink water. And if you can drink this uh, natural alkaline water that's best room temperature water that's best and you're taking your water gradually through the day not just guzzling it at one time so from the moment you wake up you take your time drink your water ideally we want you to have 2.5 to 3 liters of water for the day that's important so the doctor gives you some time to go get things improved in your lifestyle with nutrition. Also, we'll review, are you on certain things, certain supplements, certain medications that may increase your cholesterol level? That needs to be addressed. Absolutely, getting improved rest, decreasing the stress, we use the term sympathetic overdrive in the body, will help that level come back into the normal range. 
Sometimes that's all you need to improve the cholesterol level. You know, a few folks, you have to go the extra mile. You know, after six weeks, after three months, they haven't improved. You have to put them on medication. Certainly in folks who have very, very concerning family history, doctor may put your medication initially, but it's only a bridge till the other factors are improved. Lifestyle, nutrition, even mindset. Um, okay? And when we say lifestyle, this is your daily living, what you do day to day. So even when the cholesterol does come into the normal range, that's not time for you to go and party. So lifestyle change. Your daily habits matter. Uh, your nutrition, yes, matters. One of the advice that we do give as well is stop all the fried foods. Mm. Fried foods, um, you're also to be concerned about trans fats. Read your labels. Trans fats in many different things, um, packaged foods. And what you're looking out for when you're reading your labels is something called partially hydrogenated vegetable oil or partially hydrogenated oil those can increase the cholesterol and it, you would be surprised as to the products you find this in it may be in your biscuits it may be in your cookies it may be in your three-in-ones it's definitely in things like your butter your dairy and when you're making this lifestyle change, it's it's a it's a lifestyle change. You're doing you're practicing this. Yes, you may fall off one day, get on day two, get on day three. You you make it a habit. Often you will need support. If hopefully your other family members are in tune with what's going on, your spouse, even your siblings too. So quite often, if one sibling has high cholesterol, chances are another one is brewing it, maybe not diagnosed yet. So you can always make it a team approach, support from other family members to assist you achieve these lifestyle changes. Mm. And who knows, you might inspire the others. And, you know, I know they're doing a lot of programs at, in the workplace where you have team members, maybe those in your department, all of you are, maybe it's on a challenge, a water challenge, a... Uh, walking challenge, walking challenge. nutritional challenges. Okay. So, bottom line is this. That cholesterol, that should be checked when you have an annual check checkup. If it's very low, there's room to work with it to get it back into that safe range. Yeah. If it's high, let's work with it and see how lifestyle nutritional changes can bring it back into the range. Like I said, a few people may require to go on medications. If you're on medications already, and you're not doing those lifestyle and changes and not changes. Guys, you're doing yourself a disservice. That's just like putting a band-aid on the injury. That's it. Medications are simply transient tools mm. to make the changes that address the underlying cause of this high cholesterol or very low cholesterol to start with. Always understand what is the underlying cause that needs to be corrected. If you address the underlying cause, that level will come back in the range. And with most ailments true, most of our so-called chronic degenerative and inflammatory disorders, whether it's diabetes or high blood pressure or asthma, arthritis, you name it, if you address the underlying cause of it, the body will do the rest. The body wants to be healthy. It's dying to be healthy. It has systems that are itching every blessed day to correct the incorrectness we're doing to it. 
that's the wellness system created by God. Just, just imagine that heart that beats while you're, while you're sleeping, that brings that fires while you're sleeping. It's a perfect system that we have. It wants to remain in that wellness, not perfection. We are the ones that do A, B, and C, that drag it off course. And cholesterol is a flashing yellow light on your dashboard telling you, check engine, check engine, check engine, something is going off track. Let's open the lines, share with us your stories about cholesterol. Do you have it? Have you checked it? If you have it, are you on medications? If you're not on medications, what are you doing to regulate it, help bring it back into the normal range? <clears throat> if you're working with your doctor or nutritionist or other teams, share with us your story on cholesterol. Our number here is... 0700-923-923-923 or you can WhatsApp us on 0817-313-6193. We're talking about cholesterol or if you have any questions regarding what, we, what we've um, discussed this entire month of February, issues around in the heart, high blood pressure, heart disease, Lifestyle issues regarding heart problems, nutritional issues regarding heart problems. We are, lines are open. We are here for your questions and concerns and clarifications. If you disagree with what we have said so far, call us. Let us hear your perspective and who knows, we'll learn more on our journey along with everyone out there. Absolutely. So let, let me share that we had a 18-year-old that had high cholesterol. The LDL, the bad cholesterol, was very high. And within about six weeks, after being on a nutrition plan, mm -hmm. being more observant and deliberate and intentional, his cholesterol came right back into the normal range. Well, an 18-year-old, mm -hmm. still a teenager, which means the underlying causes or factors have been brewing for a while. Yeah. Dr. Patrick, I remember the last time um, you had a guest doctor here when you're talking about heart. She mentioned something that you could actually have a heart attack and not know it. Absolutely. So that's possible. It happens to some people in their sleep and they're gone. Some folks in the office having a heart attack. As in you might not even, as in you might not die. You may not die, but you may have some symptoms that you just think, ah, just some unusual, it's, you know, discomfort under my jaw. Mm -hmm. ah, my, my That's what I'm saying. come back again. And just ignore it. Just ignore but it. But meanwhile, there's been a massive yes, cardiac arrest. Or some kind of blockage to the flow that results in this um, heart, heart attack. Oh, wow. Yes. That was um, Dr. Ali, one of our Dr. Ali, yeah. cardiologists here in the mm -hmm. um, Lecky, Lecky Arena. When we talk of cholesterol, people think of oils often. Mm. And there's a talk about saturated fats and oils that have saturated fat in them not being good oils. You mentioned trans fats. You also mentioned... Uh, well, call coming. Wellness. Ooh, okay. So, people get confused about what are unhealthy fats, what are healthy fats. There's a verification of some of our tropical oils, like coconut oil and palm oil. Then we have all the vegetable oils, whether it's canola or soy, groundnut and the like. And one of the first things folks are told to do is, you know, stop using oil. <laughs> Wellness Half Hour. Good morning, Niman, where you're calling from. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. 
My name is uh, Samuel. Come here from somewhere in uh, Rodeo. Yes, Samuel. Go ahead, sir. Thank you. Uh, I, I want to ask if taking uh, let me say liquid uh, milk as one of the drunk kids without using to or the drunk kids and that is it because I had to go that one time and if I do that I have too much of it. I don't really know. Okay, thank you, Mr. Samuel. And I don't want to say this again. How did Dr. Priest refer to eat eat more vegetable, fruit, and not too much less of carbohydrates? But my concern sometimes when I eat those things, I become so light sometimes. Anything level become very become very low. Sometimes I say I want to I want to pour. I really don't understand. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Mr. Samuel. Let me first address your first question, your first concern. When you drink milk, you have this stomach upset or your stomach doesn't feel too right. It could be that you're lactose intolerant. And many people um, over the age of 20, 25 find that you don't have those digestive enzymes to break down the lactose in milk. Samuel, we, we are planning a show on milk. Hmm. Where we'll go into extreme detail. There's a lot of milk that truly is not of, 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 of concern to the body. There's the hormones that the cows are given that, are, that end up in the milk. There's antibiotics the cows are given that end up in the milk. We're having a full show probably by the third or fourth week of this month. And we'll really do a in-depth on milk. Might take two programs because milk is consumed by a lot of people. And there's an impression that it's a very good thing to consume. But some science is bringing some data that is concerning. So as our wellness nutritionists have mentioned, maybe your body just giving you a signal that milk does not belong inside of it. Mm-hmm. So pause and see how your body responds. Wellness half hour. Good afternoon. Neman, where are you calling from? Hello, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Neman, where are you calling from? Good afternoon. My name is Neman, calling from Makapa. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Uh, I, want, I want to ask, um, this uh, week has something to do with that, because um, I weigh uh, 115 and my height is uh, 64. I don't know, maybe, um, how did someone know that... Um, so your weight is 115 kg. Yes, yes. My height is 64. 6'4. Okay, yes. that's okay. We're gonna we'll calculate your BMI, which is your you know, oh, okay. Up, okay. and well, from that we'll give you a bit of guidance. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Just keep listening and. Okay, so your body mass index is 42.8. So that's quite, that your body is just carrying too much. Uh, it's important that you get your medical check, go to your doctor. It's a blood test that shows whether your cholesterol is high. Please go and get checked that BMI is too high. 
the weight you are carrying for your height is putting you at risk for different medical conditions. The ideal range for BMI. The ideal range for BMI is 18 to 25. And even in our milieu where we may have, you know, maybe heavier bones, we add a little notch here and there, maybe 27. But you add 40, above 30, that's obesity. The morbid obesity, that's kind of, kind of weight that puts you at risk for diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, arthritis, um, strokes, heart attacks. So I'm glad you called. Including cancer. Cancer also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cancer too. So do get checked. Um, hopefully your doctor will refer you to a nutritionist who can assist you. We're on a program over the next three to six months to help bring that down into a normal range. Now, there was a question, and I know we're running out of time. Quick question by Samuel. His second question was carbohydrates. Carbohydrates give the body energy. And so when you look at carbohydrates, they're broken into two categories. You have the simple carbohydrates and you have the complex carbohydrates. The complex carbohydrates are things like your yam, your plantain, your beans. These give your body energy. So this is not something that you should avoid. Sweet potatoes are awesome complex carbohydrates too. Mm. One is half hour good. And of course, these complex carbohydrates also energizes your brain. You need that for thinking. They give you other nutrients that improve the quality of your sleep. They give you nutrients. Minerals are in there. Antioxidants are in there. Folks, complex carbs are beneficial, especially the ones, those, those root ones. The sweet potatoes, whether it's the blue, the orange, the yellow, the white. And yes, there's all kinds of super here, they even here in Nigeria. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So we're wrapping up on the month of heart. I'm sure many of you did nice things this month, giving chocolate and candy and sweet. Um, so let's rethink that for other things we can do in the month of February, besides giving sugar and sending more folks to the dentist and to the heart and to the doctor's office. Do go to the doctor's office, have your annual checkup done. Take your loved ones, full full of them. Make it a, a fun event. Doctors are here to help keep us healthy, not just deal with you when you get sick and sick and sicker. We like to keep you healthy in wellness, which is your gift from our Father in heaven. That's where we want you all to be in that wellness zone. And remember, your water intake is important. Keep active. Stand, do some work standing up, walk around, go up the stairs. Important that you're active. Yeah, husband's help in the kitchen also. Yes. <laughs> and lots of vegetables. You all have a blessed week. This month of, of March, we have shows lined up for you. We'll be dealing with milk, we'll be dealing with oils. What are healthy oils? What are unhealthy oils? We'll talk about sugar. Yeah, some controversial topics. Well, we'll give you facts on both sides and we'll give you our guidance also. One last half hour. Patrick, Jewelry, Shirsu Jewelry. Delighted to have this honor. Uncle Sonny, good afternoon. Good afternoon. 